Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Taylor's Spirituality Corner Podcast. My name is Taylor, and this episode is probably going to be the most vulnerable episode. Um, We're going to be talking about mental health. Uh, I feel that this is like one of the most, uh, it's becoming less taboo, let's say that, Um, but I feel like it's still not talked about enough in our society because... um, We've been programmed to think that mental health is something that we can't talk to someone about. And so immediately when someone talks to us about like they're depressed or they have anxiety or they want to take their own life and everything, we immediately do like the stereotypical kind of, oh, everything's okay. Let's get you help. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. Right. We're not truly there for someone. We're not truly sharing our love and attention with that person. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, uh, if you find value with this podcast, please, uh, if you're listening on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. If you are listening on Spotify, please hit the follow button and share this with other powerful beings that need to hear this message about mental health and everything. And, uh, be sure to like, and subscribe and follow me on my Instagram and TikTok, Taylor Vibrations. So that being said, I'm going to first talk about my first mental health journey. Um, I've struggled with depression and anxiety a good, a good portion of my life. Um, my depression really, really started when I was in eighth grade. Um, I remember telling you guys my personal story of my healing journey. So like a good majority of my healing stemmed from or like traumatic issues stemmed from uh you know, I had amazing, I have amazing parents and they're the best parents ever. Um, they've loved me unconditionally. They showed me love. They taught me to love everybody else. They've were just there for me all the time. You know, I'm super grateful for that. However, you know, that kind of, I had that built in expectation that people that love me or people that I love so much will automatically reflect that amount of love to me. Um, I had like this pre, I had this preconceived notion that someone would love me unconditionally the same way that I would them in the same ways. And so like um, my uh, love languages are uh, words of affirmation and physical touch, right? And so like I would assume in quality time, of course, and I would assume that someone, if someone loved me, they would spend all their time and energy with me. They would uh, say, I love you every single day, twice a day, three times a day. And they would, um, and they would hug me pretty much all the time. You know, that's how I received love. And if someone didn't receive, if, if someone didn't do those things to me, I would feel that person didn't love me and I would do everything in my power to have them do those things. And so I would feel that love. I would have that validation. Right. Um, that was a very unhealthy and toxic thing for my life because that one thing, that expectation caused a lot of depression and anxiety in my life, right? Um, when a girl, quote unquote, rejected me, they didn't reject me. They're just kind of like, oh, I don't like you that way, whatever. Um, I took it as if, damn, they don't fucking love me. They hate me. They think I'm ugly. They think I'm this. They think I'm that. They think I'm this. All these negative self-limiting beliefs that I took away from that, from that experience, right? Um, you know, we are, how we become our higher self and how we um, 
become our best version of ourselves is understand that our higher self isn't separate from us, right? Once we understand that our higher self isn't separate from us, that is totally when we start becoming a higher self because we know that our higher self isn't separate from us, right? Um, so for me personally, during that time, I would always be seeking love and attention from other people. And I would use those things as validation for me to go ahead and so I could feel that love. But I always say that if you keep on seeking love from another person, then, or like external things, then you're, you're going to keep on searching for a long ass time. If you truly do feel that the only way for you to have love in your life is by finding someone else to give you love. Um, that's something that I had to learn and overcome in my life. Um, you know, it led to a lot of healing that I had to do personally. It led to a lot of fear, it led to a lot of dark spots in my life. Um, to fully understand that not every single person loves the way that you do, right? Um, so that was what really caused a lot of my depression and anxiety in my life. And it ultimately led to me not even wanting to be on this earth anymore. Um, it's a very sad time in my life, but I always say to people, you, can, you can't truly experience light without darkness, right? So that was my darkness. That depression, that anxiety was my darkness. And without me experiencing those things, I would not be able to truly experience what light truly is, right? Um, so that's what I really wanted to share with you guys. Um, and kind of tying everything else into it, the reason why I still really didn't have, didn't want to share my thoughts and emotions is because of the whole mindset that I didn't want to come off as the sad person. I didn't want to come off as the anxious person. I didn't want to come off as the depressed person. I wanted to be viewed as just Taylor. I didn't want to be put on, I didn't want to have a label on me. And so that's why I really didn't share my emotions. I didn't want to come off as weak. And so that ultimately led, that still led to a lot of suppressed emotions. And, um, you know, you can think about it in the cup, right? So when you have a cup and when you're filling up that cup, it's eventually going to overflow. If you don't have like a hole at the bottom or holes on the side of the cup for you to, for the water to leave, right? And so you can only handle so much. You can only have so much emotion pent up inside of your being. Remember, emotion is energy in motion. You can only have so much uh, emotion inside of your being until it finally just explodes, right? Um, and that's what happens a lot of times in my life. You know, I suppress a lot of emotions. I didn't want to come off as sad. I didn't want to come off as anxious. I didn't want to bring down anybody's moods. And so I just kind of kept all this shit to myself pretty much. Um, even though I still seeked out attention and validation from other people. And so they would give me love and everything. So I could have that instant gratification that, yo, someone actually loves me. Someone actually cares and like gives a fuck about me. Um, that was, as I said, that was a very tough time of my life. Um, I'm happy to say that I'm not in that part of my life anymore. Um, but also, you know, someone that has dealt with a lot of mental health issues. Um, there's sometimes days where you're going to want to, your old programming is going to come back and maybe even full force, maybe even, you know, just a little bits and pieces, a little bit of self-doubt, a little bit of limiting belief, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, that those things are going to come back into your life when you're on your healing journey. 
And for me personally, though the past like three days have been just filled with lots of old programming coming back into my life. And, you know, the more that you resist it, the more you're going to suppress it and the more it's going to come back and haunt you even more. Right. And so these past few days have just been filled with drain of me being drained for me, like feeling these emotions and figuring out and how to handle these things and how to handle express these things. And God, I have a lot of amazing friends in my life that can share, I can share this with, and so they won't judge me. But then I also, um, I journal a lot. I write poetry. I, um, I'm wanting to start getting into songwriting and singing so I can share these thoughts and emotions with people and inspire people through these thoughts and emotions that I have, right? And so um, that's something else to keep in mind when you're on your healing journey. I fell victim for this too, you know? Um, I thought I was fully healed or almost healed that nothing would phase me, but then like a situation happened in my life and I'm just like, oh, fuck. Ooh, yikes. I feel like shit. <laughs> I feel like complete garbage right now. Um, and, and that's to be expected. Right. And so like, if you are on your healing journey as well, um, and you and you're starting to have little bits of past programming coming into your life and everything, that the only reason why that's coming into your life is for you to understand what made you triggered again and start healing from it and start journaling about it and start being aware of it. Right. That's the only reason why it's coming back into your life because the universe wants us to be our higher self. We want to be our higher selves, obviously, but the only way for us to become our higher self is for us to deal with all the past bullshit and all the past trauma inside of our life, you know? Um, and so we can consistently be our higher self. So we can consistently live in a fifth dimension, live, live in the fifth dimension, live in body, love and uh, joy and enlightenment and everything. Um, that's the only reason why that's just coming back into our life. So we can finally deal with it. And uh, you got to accept those emotions in this present moment. You know, we can control our emotions. We control our attitude. But, you know, if the moment you decide to suppress those emotions and to cover it up with some fake positivity and like a fake smile and everything, that is the moment when you lose the battle of healing and you're starting to go back to Pat's programming because you're going to suppress those emotions even more. And so what I'm trying to say is um, if past programming and past things are coming into your life again, feel those emotions wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly cry, be angry, punch a pillow, go for a fucking walk, yell if you need to. Um, that's what you got to do. And so you can understand your emotions, feel those emotions and wholeheartedly journal about them and then just accept and release them because they don't have any hold on you anymore. Right. That's the thing. So like, when you invite those emotions in, when those emotions then come in, you accept them, you feel them, but then you release them and tell them that these limiting beliefs, these past emotions, these emotions caused by trauma does not have a hold on me anymore. That's just something else to keep in mind, you know? So journaling is a fantastic way of um, observing your thoughts, observing your emotions and just kind of releasing them. That's why I always tell people to journal. That's why I always tell people to talk with the homie they can. That's why I always tell people, you know, if you feel called to go to a therapist and so you actually have someone to talk to about these things, or, you know, if you love writing poetry, then write poetry. If you love writing songs and singing, then do that, dude. You know, there's many different ways for you to um, heal and to express yourself, right? And the, the more that we suppress our emotions, 
the more that hinders our, our mental health. And um, we all get caught up onto the rat race of, you know, I have no time to feel these emotions. I have no time to do this and do that. I have no time to do that. But to be honest, ooh, my, my, my guides are talking to me right now. Um, you know, uh, I forgot where I was going with that, but, oh, I found out. Um, we, can't, we kind of get to, we don't have time to handle our emotions. We don't have time to do this. We don't have time to do that. So we just kind of make ourselves busy so we don't deal with those emotions. But that's another form of suppression. The more we just kind of take action, that is form of escapism. We don't want to, we want to escape feeling this way. And so we just kind of distract ourselves by working and that's it. You know, we don't have to, we don't have time and don't, we don't make time for us to feel our emotions in this present moment. Um, and you know me, that's a very unhealthy thing too, you know, and um, to kind of delve deeper into this topic, um, I did some research that there's like about like 63% of all suicides are men and um, more men. There's, it's like three times greater for men to take their own life than it is for women, which is just insane to me because this stems from toxic masculinity, from the whole idea that I'll give you something to cry about. And when we hear that, when we were crying, when we were younger, we all of a sudden start saying like, oh, I can't cry. I can't be angry. I can't feel these emotions. So what I'm going to do is if I show these emotions, I'm going to get beat. So what I'm going to do is, oh, um, I'm not going to share these emotions because I don't want to get emotionally, mentally, physically abused. I don't. So um, that's why a lot of men kind of struggle a lot with mental health. And that's why I'm like one of the biggest advocates of like, yo, men, share your emotions. It's okay. Be angry. Be sad. Be depressed. I'm here for you. There's tons of fucking people that are here for you so you can finally understand where you're coming from. So you can start healing from past trauma. So you can start healing and becoming your higher self and your best self, right? Remember what I said, your higher self already wants you to be your higher self. The universe wants you to be your higher self. You just have to understand that your higher self is not separate from you. The love that you want is within you. The validation you want, all you need is your own validation, right? You don't need validation from other people. The love, the confidence, the happiness, and everything else is an inside job. It is within you. It is your inner reality. So once you start fixing your inner reality, your outer reality is going to reflect your inner reality. You're going to start attracting the love in your life. You're going to start attracting business opportunities. You're going to start attracting um, tons of love. You're going to start attracting just everything that you want and desire in your life plus more. If you start healing and if you start accepting those emotions and start healing from it, you're going to start unlocking different things about yourself. And, you know, as I stated, the universe wants you to be your higher self. You just got to, the universe is going to just start popping in little, little limiting beliefs, little things in that, little things of um, tra traumatic issues in your life so you can finally overcome them, you know. Um, there's many different ways for you to heal. As I stated, there's journaling. There's you talking to a close homie of yours. There's going to therapy if you want to. Um, Hell, there's, you can even heal through music, right? If you, the moment you listen to music, you're probably going to hear things that you need to hear. And you're going to start feeling those emotions. You're going to start crying because like those times um, you can't even put to words how you feel. And so the moment you start um, listening to music, you're probably going to start attracting the music that you need to listen to in order for you to feel those emotions and feel it out and cry it out, right? 
that's what happened to me with Mac Miller circles. Mac Miller circles talked a lot about codependency and how people always want to just hear the good news and not the bad news or whatever. You know, I personally fell victim to that. You know, I struggled with a lot of codependency issues in my life. I struggled with um, not expressing my emotions because only people wanted to hear the good news. People didn't want to hear the bad news. People didn't want to, um, it made people feel uncomfortable. And I didn't want to have people feel uncomfortable, right? And so, you know, I just kind of dealt with that shit internally and suppressed that shit so I can be the best version of myself for those people, which then contributed to my declining mental health in high school, right? And so um, with that being said, guys, that's what you got to do, you know, um, seek out someone to talk to. If you feel that your mental health is declining, uh, uh, become aware of it and take action on it, whether it be like going to therapy or journaling on a consistent basis, loving yourself and start being on a self-love journey or anything like that. And if you know someone that wants to take their own life, and if you are a person that wants to take their own life, um, just know that you're loved, that you are amazing, that you are powerful, that you are strong, that you are seen and you are heard and you are felt at every single emotion that you feel. Um, I didn't expect to cry on this episode, but um, if you know someone or if this is yourself that wants to take their own life, uh, please seek help. You will be greatly missed if you do so. You are loved by so many people. You are loved by me. I don't even know who you are, but you are loved by me. I want you to be happy. The universe wants you to be happy. You deserve happiness. You deserve love. You deserve everything that you want in this life. So please seek help if you're wanting to, if you're severely depressed. Or if you want to take your own life, please seek help. You can do it. I believe in you. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. Again, probably one of the most vulnerable episodes I've ever had. So uh, with that being said, guys, I love you. Have the best day ever. And see you in the next episode every single Wednesday.